Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth in your business and in your life, become more profitable, and develop the strategies to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now your host, Eric Reed. Welcome, everybody, to today's show. I'm so glad to have you along with us. If you are a first-time caller, or a first-time listener, I'm sorry, uh, I appreciate it. I can sort of tell from the, the dashboard here there's a couple of you, and I can also see there's a couple of you who have returned over and over again, and I deeply appreciate that as well. I know you have choices of what to do with your time, and I'm glad that you've made this one of your choices, and more importantly, that you've made the choice to build your success through use of this radio show and other podcasts and books and things. So congratulations on your commitment to your success. I want to begin to dive into today's show and uh, hopefully add to that success journey as we go along. And this show really came about as the result of a recent question I was asked. And so just if any of you do have questions about your success, your success plan, building a future, building a business, feel free to email me. You can always get me at, at eric at ericgreed.com or go over to the same website, ericgreed.com, connect through that, and I'd be happy to answer it. So that's how this question came about. And the question was, if I'm really passionate about what I do, but it's not going to make me a lot of money, should I still do it? And I first applaud the question because passion, passion, to be passionate about what they really want to do. And then not going to make money, should I still do it? Well, you know, that's a great question. And we all struggle with that question. Should it be about passion? Should our lives be about purpose? Or should our success be about profit? And which one should we chase? Passion, purpose, profit. And so that's what I want to dive into today during this Success Coaching Radio Show and really discuss that passion, purpose, profit uh, sort of dilemma that we all face, especially as solopreneurs and entrepreneurs beginning our journey of trying to figure out how to make it all work. Now, some of us have been told, been told that old adage, oh, do what you love, the money will follow. Yeah. You know, that's really inspiring. But sometimes inspiring can't feed a family. It can't make a house payment. It can't keep a car in the drive. So that little fear inside of us that says, but my passion, but my purpose, but profit, what should I do? What should I follow? What I will tell you is, Based on experience, whenever you're heading into the unknown, in 
to uncharted territory, which is what we do as solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small businesses, big dreamers, and success seekers. Any growth, and I mean whether it's personal or business growth, a little passion is called for. A little purpose is important. Because let's face it, given all the options at the end of the day, we simply want to do something we love. You know, no matter what it is, we want our day filled with some level of, as my friend and coach and mentor John Maxwell says, significance, that moment of happiness. And maybe in some of our lives, it is just a moment right now. So yes, purpose and passion are important. And it will eventually lead us to something we love. And over again, studies have shown um, in order to do our best work, to achieve our highest level, whether it's working for someone else or a company or on our own, we have to connect. We have to connect somewhere with the task at hand. Now, sometimes it may actually be the task at hand. An artist connects with the art that they're creating. For others of us, the connection may feel abstract in the sense of I, I, I'm not fanatical about accounting. And if you ask people that work with me in business, I know numbers. I just don't want to sit with them all day. But I know what those numbers have the potential to do when driven in the right direction. And so I become very passionate about the numbers in my business and the numbers for my clients because I know if we drive those numbers in the right directions, what we can end up achieving. And that's where the passion is. So sometimes you may not be directly connected to the love affair with the task. Some connection to the task will help us do better. That desire will make you more creative and more resourceful and will help you get further faster. And so, yes, purpose and passion have a place. The one thing about making sure you have a mix of purpose and passion um, will help, is also that it will help you persist. And what I mean by that is if you have to get up every morning and do the same thing over and over again, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and there's no purpose and there's no passion in it, how long will you stay on that road? You know, I've, I've seen a cartoon, and I'm sure you have too, where it says a grave or a rut. I'm sorry, a rut is nothing more than a grave with the ends kicked out. And when we begin to live a life that lacks that purpose, lacks that passion, we begin to say, oh, we're stuck in a rut. We've heard that, haven't we? I mean, you've said it, I've said it, we've probably all heard it and said it. I'm stuck in a rut. And what does that feel like? It feels like we're living in a grave. We can't see six feet above our head. And we're just walking the same path every day with no end in sight. It's that purpose and that passion that gets us up and out of that rut, that helps us persist when we're doing something new, when we're beginning an unusual project, when we're starting a new business off the ground, when we face obstacles. Oh, and just as a side note, yes, you will face obstacles. You will face challenges. You will face those moments of, of utter deep Fear that where you're heading isn't going to work. But having that purpose, having that passion already packed in your backpack, so to speak, will help you stay in the game, help you face those obstacles, not only face them, but confront them and move beyond them in a way that's creative because you see past that obstacle into where you want to go. 
And what I, when I work with entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and, and people in that moment of success change, because they've connected to their purpose, because they've connected to their passion, because they've done the homework that we do up front during coaching to figure out the big why, when they're faced with that moment, and let's be honest, it's, it's lonely what we do every day. Sometimes in, the, in those dark, small corners of our mind, we begin to feel that little kid of fear creep up that tells us, oh, we're not big enough, we're not good enough, it's not going to work out. You know, you made a mistake. If anybody finds out, you'll be busted. And all that voice starts to, to gnaw at us, starts to, to, you know, chisel away at our confidence and our courage to keep going. But when we have a vision, when we have that purpose, when we have that passion, when we have that bigger why, and those outside voices and internal voices start to echo, we're able to look past it. Because we know, we know within our very center of self, that what we want, where we want to be and how we want to get there has to exist or our mind wouldn't have created it. And so those obstacles that come up, those new projects that we're stuck working into the middle of the night trying to solve, that new technology we're trying to master in order to create something, purpose and passion are what drive us forward from there. But let's be real. None of this is guaranteed. Nobody's going to guarantee you that you're going to get wealthier and that even financial success will exist within your purpose and passion. So should you go ahead and chase it? Should you go ahead and chase that dream? Even though the financial reward seems little or none. I'm going to give you an answer. And the answer is, of course you should. Now, did you really expect anything else from me? If you know my story, you know that I chase all my dreams, and I am in the company of a great family that supports me, and I have coaches and guides and mentors that help make sure I do it well. But no matter what the outcome looks like, you have to chase your dreams. Now, let me qualify that a little bit. Um, before you all sign your resignation notices and turn them into your boss this afternoon, um, I'm a reasonable man. I'm somewhat of a conservative risk taker, Believe it or not, if you can't afford to do the thing you're passionate about, for example, if doing it right now full time would not would would prevent you from being able to feed your family or meet other financial or medical obligations that you have in front of you, and it really doesn't make economic sense to completely turn the ship in an opposite direction and make your purpose and passion your full-time focus, then don't. But wait, you're success, as a success coach, I'm telling you not to make it a full-time thing, but I am telling you to live your purpose and passion. So how? What I'm saying is follow a, a pretty basic principle concerning how you should deal with the unknown and building a life filled with success. The basic principle is that every smart step you should you take should leave you standing long enough to take the next step. And what I mean by that is if what I'm doing now, risky as it might be, will move me one direct step closer to my dream and allow me to continue to pursue my dream, whether I have to work full-time on both 
my career, and my dream chasing, then take it. Because my ultimate goal is to survive the moment, to get to the next moment, to get closer and closer to my dream. You need to tend to those first basic things of food and shelter and safety and health and security and love. Not only for yourself, but for those that depend on you, your spouse, you know, your kids, those people around you. And here's why, because if you're a risk taker, if you're a, a you know, a cliff jumper and finding your wings on the way down, as my coach says. You've got people around you there to be there to support and encourage you. But for them to be able to do that, they need to feel safe. They need to feel trusted. They need to feel confident, not only in you, but in your actions. So make sure that you build in your safety net as you begin to build in yours. For me, you know, the joke is I could live on a tent in the beach as long as I could be dreaming, writing, and teaching. Well, you know what? For my my daughter, who is disabled, she has special needs, so I need to make sure that she's taken care of so that when I go off on one of these adventures, that the energy that I need to move forward isn't distracted by having to go back and, and fix things that should have been taken care of in the beginning. That food, that shelter, that health, that love, that security that everybody around us needs, including ourselves. Because when we have that in our lives and in the lives of people around us, we're going to be much more empowered to take the next step we need. Understand that in the process of tending to those basic needs, um, you can still develop your life of success. It just might mean for today and for the short term, you can work on your passion a little at a time, even if it's 15 minutes a day. If your passion is to write a book, Nobody says you have to lock yourself in a cave for, you know, 30 days and drink, you know, water and bread and write the book and forfeit everything else around you to get it done. What's wrong with writing five, 10 pages a day? What's wrong with spending a Saturday morning from five in the morning till nine reviewing and editing so that you're available for your family in the afternoon? If your passion and if your purpose is truly calling from within, You'll figure a way to make it happen. And if you're doing it at 5 or 10 or 15 minutes a day or twice a day for 30 minutes or whatever it is, one of the things that will slowly develop is the discipline needed to remain in that success. So often as a coach, I see people dive into their purpose or their passion and they throw everything to the wind and they just jump and run. Well, they haven't developed the discipline that once their feet hit the ground, how to keep moving in that direction. And so suddenly they're in a position, it's like, oh, I'm in my dream. How do I make it work? I haven't thought about it. I don't have systems and I don't have tools and I don't have a business plan and I don't have all these things. I just leaped into my passion. You know what? Taking 15, 20 minutes a day helps you build that discipline, helps you put those systems in place so that you can stay in your dream, stay in your passion, stay in your purpose. You know, there's volumes of research on the topic of how people who make a little progress every day towards something are much more satisfied than those people who are saying, oh, that's someday, or when I get enough money, when I get enough this, when I get enough that, then I'll begin. Because truthfully, I have been at Staples, I have been at Office Depot, I am still waiting for them to come out with the calendar or the day timer that says someday in it. You know, that January, February, March, Sunday, and then all the rest of the days are blank. It doesn't work that way. 
So committing to being in your passion, being in your purpose for 15 minutes a day is going to bring you far much, far more happiness. Sorry about that. Far more happiness and benefit of health than putting everything on hold until you accumulate what you need. Because after all, living with success is about being happy. You know, my role as a success coach is to push and guide people to pursuing their happiness. And I want you living in your best and highest purpose and in your best and highest passion. But as I said, I want you to be the best, I want you to be in the best possible position to capitalize on that opportunity. And being flat broke and singing happy tunes on a park bench might make you happy for the day, but it's not going to put you in the position to be able to capitalize and maximize on the opportunities that come your way as it relates to your purpose. If you believe what you are pursuing is a passion and a purpose, then you'll make it happen. But let's revisit the question that was asked. Because what is interesting is hidden in that question is a little bit of BS. I'm BS, I mean, belief systems. And our belief systems are those systems that are built within our thought process that often are false, and they're often based on fear. And in the question, if you remember, it was not make money. Now, why is it important that we look at that question? First, it shows the fear. Maybe it's a fear of what if I follow my dreams and it doesn't work out? What if I fail? What if I succeed and make a lot of money? Then have I, you know, did I wait the 20 years coming up to that when I could have been doing this? What if I really can't do what I dreamed I could do? All of these fears are being contained in that one sentence of what if I don't make money? It's really the excuse not to chase the dream. Because passion isn't built on money. Purpose isn't built on money. Yes, we are lives do function within a monetary world. But the fear that was echoed in that. And the second thing is the assumption in the question, I'm not going to make money. You know, chasing your passion and your purpose might indeed end up making you money. If you engage in your passion, um, remember, the future is unknown. Who knows what people will buy in the future or what might the next great investment be? You know, at any time, at any moment, things are always changing. New ideas are coming forward. New needs are being developed. New insights are being created. And your purpose and passion may just be the link that pulls it all together. I mean, think about it. The pet rock and the chia pet and a place that sells coffee and offers free Wi-Fi for the day. Those were all ideas that somebody said, yeah, I want to taste this. And people say, yeah, really? You're going to make money selling rocks in a box and telling people it's a pet. Or you're going to give people a packet of seeds to put in a clay pot and it's going to look like hair when it grows. Or wait a minute, you're going to have a group of people selling really expensive coffee behind a counter. And then you're going to let people sit around all day long and, and drink it and get free Wi-Fi and have meetings. You know, all of those things turned out to be very, very profitable and spun off other ideas and more ideas and expanded ideas and created ideas. So your first person, your first passion and your first 
First, purpose may only be the seed that grows your business to something bigger and greater. The truth is, you don't know. Nor, and when you're faced with the unknown, the only sure thing you can do to be successful is to act. When you're dealing with uncertainty, when you're dealing with chasing purpose and passion, the only single right thing to do is to act. Don't think about what might happen or try and predict the outcome or plan for every contingency. Take a small step towards making it a reality. Wade into the water slowly. Seek counsel. Get a coach. Get a mentor. Join a business group. But more important, also develop a dream plan. What's a dream plan? A dream plan is sort of like a business plan for your dreams. And maybe it's not formalized like a traditional business plan in the beginning, but you lay out what you want to do and what it would feel like to do it and how it would look if you're doing it and what you want the outcome to do be and not to be. And then you start to walk into that and see what happens. Who knows? The smallest of step forwards can change everything. So what I'm encouraging you to do is take those small steps. You might discover along the way that your passion does, in fact, make you money. After all, who knew you could make huge amounts of money selling pet rocks or the best coffee in town or connecting people online through social Facebook profile kind of things? I mean, really, it's a chat room for people. And now it's a billion-dollar industry. It was a purpose. It was a, it was a passion, if you read the story. So should you chase passion, purpose, or profit? Well, if by now my answer isn't obvious, then I haven't done my job. But my answer is all of it and more. And if by chance the profit never shows up, do you want to spend a part of your day doing at least one thing that makes you happy? A part of your day so deeply connected to what you're working on that time stops, fears disappear, your heart races, and your mind explodes with possibilities. Because after all, that's what living with success is all about. So, to the original question, If I'm really passionate about what I do, but it's not going to make me a lot of money doing it, should I still do it? I hope you'll agree with me that the answer should be an emphatic yes. Dive in with your full heart, your soul, and know that when you pursue what you're most best at, at the highest degree, that you'll not only find a life of happiness, but I can pretty much guess that you're going to find a bit of profit along the way. So that's what I wanted to share with you. I hope you you got a few lessons out of it. If you did, I'd love your comments. Um, By the way, this is now available on iTunes, so you can always tune in there. You can join me back on my Facebook page at Eric G. Reed or on the um, upcoming class. We've got a couple upcoming things I want to point out real quick is the Think and Grow Rich, Intentional Living, 15 Laws, Um, working on some other stuff. So do stay tuned with that. If we're not connected through Facebook, get over there and connect with me because I do a daily 
success coaching tip as well through that. So my, 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 my job, my purpose and my passion, jokingly, uh, but seriously as well, is as a success coach is to help you find success in your life, whether that's in your business or in your personal life or in your relationships or raising your kids or whatever area it is, is to take those principles of success and apply them to where they fit you now. So if I can help you with that in any way, I hope you'll please let me know. Reach out to me. Again, the website is ericgreed.com, and you can always email me at eric at ericgreed.com with your questions. And I will see you next Friday at the same time for another episode of Success Coaching. And until then, be well, live with your success, and have a great day. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook, slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.